everybody. Welcome to another episode of Good Kraken. This is episode 211, and I am your host today, Revan, the dude, a.k.a. actually known as Devin Stanford. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I am joined and accompanied by the sick one, if we must say. The one and only. <laughs> the plagued one. <laughs> the plagued one. <laughs> I'll take it. The, I mean. the, the seeker of recovery, that is. <laughs> Erno Pearson. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'm a fucking mess today, y'all. I'm, I, got, I got this cold that I'm trying to fight off. I've got sciatica in my back. And every time I cough, it fucking hurts. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I was mentioning to Devin, I'm actually thinking about going to the hospital after this episode because, like, my back has... It's been almost a week, and my back has not gotten any better. So I'm, like, <laughs> like heavily contemplating, like, yeah. going there and be like, please just give me fucking something, dude. Like, I'll give you guys anything. And I'll suck your fucking dick, man. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you should have listened to the melanin in your skin when you came across the random, like, little lockbox that you decided to open in uh, in your friend's attic. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Man, now, now I'm yeah. cursed. I'm yeah, you're like, cursed, bro. Yeah, no, you're yeah, totally cursed. The the thing is that like makes it for me is that like my back's fucked up from like going too hard filming a music video. So like on the other hand, I'm like, oh yeah, feels like fucking victory. You know what I'm saying? But on the other other hand, I'm like, I didn't want this. I did not sign up for this. Nobody told me that this is what I was going to be going through. Um, but you know, that's, that's fine. It's fine. I just, my, my problem honestly is I, I need to like lose a little bit of weight and like, you know, honestly it's, it's fucking with me at this point. And I'm like, if I wasn't such a thick, delicious daddy, maybe this wouldn't be a problem. You know what I'm saying? Tell him DJ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I can, I, I don't know if I can co corroborate that statement, but <laughs> oh. oh man but i'm doing i'm doing as all right as i possibly can be uh right now so i think is Devin frozen is he did i, I thought he was just i thought he was doing the bit with me like I thought, you, know, you. You, you know what i mean yeah no i, 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 I totally I, thought, no, I think he is frozen no i, <laughs> I think i think we lost we lost Devin for a second there god damn it uh we also have the man the myth the legend himself. We got Twitch.tv's DJ DJ, DJ, my boy, how are you doing? Dude, I am doing good. After a night of actually getting drunk, like, I realized last night was the first time I ever, like, got drunk. Or not the first time I got drunk, but it's, like, the first time I got to really enjoy being drunk in a long time. Because like, like enjoy, I realized, like enjoy the drinking, right? Yeah, like enjoy drinking and enjoy like being drunk. Because I, the last time I was drunk was last summer, and I was with my brother and his friends. So I had to still be, still try to be cool, and, and like they're and they're wild. So like I had to keep up with them, um, and I I, I wasn't really enjoying myself. Like it wasn't like, you know. Uh, uh, that much of an enjoyable experience because, like, we went to like an MLS like soccer game. Oh, uh oh, <laughs> like an MLS game, and we uh, and we were just getting fucking. I was just drunk as hell, like trying not to be. Like, 
fucking stumbling and like we we're going to bars up more like bar hopping and it, it was it was it was crazy and then the time oh, you, you went bar that, hopping last night or, or are you talking about the time prior i'm t- talking about the time prior so like it was just like non-stop like just going places um right right but and and the time before that uh the person i was dating at the time i was getting drunk with them and and, and their friends and we snuck off to the bathroom and she told me that she uh didn't want to be in this relationship anymore so like <laughs> whilst i'm Jesus drunk Christ, as yeah. Fu- like yeah no so i i haven't had an enjoyable drunk experience in a, like in a long time so last night was was pretty fun uh, there just, like, he is around. you got him back there everybody back. there you go nope nope oh nope there it- that wasn't it. Is he? That wasn't it. That wasn't it. Are we here? Oh yes. We good. We can hear you. We yeah. Hear, there you go. Logan, Logan accidentally unplugged the router. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Hey, that's I was right. like, bro. That's right. No biggie. We. Bruh. We got through. Uh, through you D- fucking with it right now. <laughs> we, we got <laughs> through uh, through DJ's <laughs> intro. Uh, Larry, thank you for the subscription for twenty one months. Our loyal king. Twenty one. Twenty one. Here for that many months. Oh my god. In the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. Yes. We have to hit 23, Larry. It's not good enough. And so you hit two more times. <laughs> but yeah, also, yeah. you got AEC in chat, uh, our our newcomer in the Discord. Uh, welcome to the family, by the way. Uh, I enjoy drinking from time to time, but not the drunken hangover feeling the next morning or during. Ain't that yeah. fucking true? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, that's I'm still young, part. so that doesn't happen to me. Oh, oh you wait. Oh, and you he, wait. He was says, I remember <laughs> when I was 23. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's penis. only 22. Who invited this kid anyways? You know what I'm saying? Who invited this kid? Nah, nah. Because I was like, yeah, my liver's still good. Um, and I don't get hungover. Uh, Asian glow doesn't exist for me. But it does for the rest of my family, though. <laughs> oh. Like, it's so it's so funny. The rest of my family goes super red in the face. And it's just me. <laughs> just like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, that might actually be a good thing though. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably no, a good thing. Really great thing. Yeah. It's actually yeah. a great thing. Uh Devin, you can continue on, my friend. I got I got DJ's intro taken care of for you. So we're we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, fuck the Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah. We need to talk about that, dude. That that shit's been fucking killing me because like you you sent me so <laughs> we don't need to dive too deep into it, but no, 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 no. Devin hits me up and says, Hey, there's this guy that Josh had a kick out. Me and Josh had a kick out of the Hawthorne the other day, which is our local like music venue um, for like mid tier and higher bands. Uh, and uh, he goes, this guy put up a video about it. Check it out. And this dude has like six videos. No, no, of, there's there's eleven now. Oh my god, it's been four <laughs> days, dude. So this guy, 11. this guy, uh, Josh and Devin had to kick him out because he was drinking a cannabis soda in line for the venue. And I get and that like that's beers too. I get I get that like it's it's dumb for like anyone out there. I totally understand, but they have to follow the rules. Right, like they're they're the CC regulated laws. Yeah, like there's there's laws behind this shit. You have to fucking follow them, and they, as the venue employees, have to make sure people are following those rules. Uh, Devin sent this video, and it's a like fifty year old man who's like apparently is a plumber. You can tell, uh, like you can definitely tell this man is a plumber. Like there's not, I I did not have a single doubt in my body that this man was a plumber. But every single one of these videos is this guy who was like his name's Mick McMaggot. 
And he's like, no, no, when I saw that shit, I thought it was a joke. No, no, when I saw that shit in the group chat, I thought that shit was a fucking dog, joke. Next to that, Mick McMaggot. And he's like, he starts his videos where he's like, hey, Hawthorne, uh, boycotters. Fellow Hawthorne hate, fellow ha- haters. Hawthorne haters. Metalheads. Uh, just want to remind <laughs> you guys that I got kicked out of the Hawthorne for using cannabis products. And I've been to 400 metal shows in my lifetime. And it's like 11 and a half to like 15 minutes of this dude yelling into his phone camera about the same fucking thing the entire time. The entire fucking yep. time. Yep. And it's hilarious. This dude is on un- Like, who hurt this man? Devin and Josh. The answer is. Uh, but someone, <laughs> someone hurt this dude many, many years ago. This guy could not take no for a fucking answer. But, you and- know... He was given a chance to. He was given his like, hey, if you apologize to everybody, we'll let you into the show, but you can't drink because of the way that you're reacting. Yeah. And he mm. doubled down on <laughs> he said he had his opportunity. And he doubled down. And even the tour manager was like, We have a problem with this guy? We're like, Yeah, we have a problem with this guy. And he just straight up goes, Fuck that guy. And it was the tour manager yeah. of his favorite band. The touring manager <laughs> of the band he was there for, bro. Like, can you, you like, imagine if he found that out? Oh my God, the way his heart would be fucking crushed. Oh my God. Poor yeah. guy. Like, like, we need to find the contact information for municipal waste tour manager. Just like, hey, could you like write a statement really quick so we could drop it in the comments of this guy's stupid fucking YouTube chain that he's like coming it up with? It wasn't even it wasn't even that band's manager. It was actually a different band's manager, but oh, like, right. <laughs> but it was the headliner. Was but it like it, D Deicide or whatever the fuck it was? Or? No, no, no. Um, Carcass. Carcass. That's right. Because people yeah. like municipal waste also like Carcass. That's yeah. my fucking sure. Yo, that show was a good show. It was a good show. Don't no, yeah, municipal waste fucking kills it, man. Carcass, yeah, historically, dude, dude. Halfway through the show, like the whole venue was just chanting "municipal waste is gonna fuck you up" like constantly. It was actually pretty tight. Oh yeah. Uh, during one point, there was an empty trash can being thrown around the venue. Yeah, dude, I believe that. I believe that. AEC, my friend and I got got a lit joint from MGK when he came to the Crystal Ballroom in Portland, Oregon. That's rad, but MGK is kind of a sleazeball, so like we... Like, yeah, that guy kind of sucks. It, it's lit that you got like a lit joint from like, you know, a homeboy performer or whatever, but I just wish it wasn't MGK for you. It I had to snag like. a lit joint out of a guy's mouth during Lorna Shore. <laughs> like a dog? You like stuck your finger no, no, he, had a, he, had a, he had a joint in his mouth he's right in front of the barricade where i was at and i just went <laughs> just took it out of his jesus mouth jesus christ just, hey. excuse like, me take a hit I, I I like, oh, like, oh, you, you can't do that it was in it was in an all ages section too so oh, it's like uh, for sure damn. yeah 100 percent. 100 percent. i didn't pay for the that, tickets right. also feel free to call me drew drew welcome to the fucking family welcome, my drew. it is wonderful crystal ballroom is one of my favorites it's also wonderful to have our intro devin yeah. tell the people because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital sea. Yarg. 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 
But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. Believe me, we all have. Mm. Uh, you can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good cracking show. Show, show, show. If you have Amazon Prime, tell them, DJ. Prime Gaming. You also have Twitch Prime, and we would love for you to give that to us to help us keep pushing out content for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Crack and Explanation Point and leaving a review there. Review. Review. We got some captain's orders for you. Go to Mick McMahon. <laughs> and tell them how much you love the hawthorne oh my god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck uh, that guy fuck that guy, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fellow hawthorne haters metalheads <laughs> yeah, oh my god uh but on the real y'all we have the newest episode of our shipwreck show is live right now go check it out on youtube make sure you hit that bell make sure you subscribe just kick it you know watch the video be one of us see how stupid we are because we we get a little dumb dumb from time to time especially on the shipwreck show and honestly you should go watch that because our boy it's xander is taking a little streaming break while he moves and gets situated um at his new location it may be a little while before you get to see him again and so that might be his last appearance on good kraken for a short term yeah, no, so absolutely. definitely go check it out. And it's a yeah. good one. It's a good one. We have yeah. a very specific energy. <laughs> this most recent episode. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's very true. Let's let's just say I don't think a single one of us was actually well, minus DJ. I don't I think, think DJ was the sober. only one hundred percent sober one. I was way fucked up on muscle relaxers. Uh, Devin, you're, yeah, you were like just licking your lips like every four seconds, Dude, man. That shit, that shit, that shit gives me the worst cotton mouth I have ever fucking <laughs> had in my life. Yeah, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, yeah. I could not stop. Can't mm-hmm. stop, won't stop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, guys, we have another week of weirdness, but we are also talking about some future content which might end up being more weirdness over the next while but that's because there's lots of movies and games coming out that we want to share with you guys so um definitely pay attention to our weekly schedules in our discord they get posted every week every monday um go check it out and see see what you would like to be a part of or what you would like to watch yeah, no, uh, we have Splash Damage next Wednesday instead of one of our uh, solo streams. Uh, we will be mm-hmm. playing Redfall. So we've actually been talking about Dead Island 2 for a while. We totally space Redfall is coming out next Tuesday. So we're going to be playing Redfall with you guys next mm-hmm. Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and then next Friday, we're actually not doing any content, even though we usually do Splash Damage on Fridays, because we're all seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, consecutively oh. so that we can review it next Saturday for you guys at home. So. Um, hang tight uh, again you can just chill watch our episodes we go over our schedule at the you know a little bit of the beginning and always at the end of every episode uh, but also in our discord there is the weekly schedule uh, channel there that you can check out too so um, yeah mm-hmm. anyways hell yeah hell yeah guys hell yeah hell yeah yeah hell. DJ What's up? DJ Simmons. What's up? Tell the fam what we're going into next, please. 
Well, brother, you better protect your fucking neck, because we're going to the gallows, baby. Protect your neck. Protect it. Protect it. Which is not what a lot of people did in this movie. Goddamn, ain't that right? <laughs> did not. Guys, did not. we are reviewing the new motion picture that was just released in theaters, Sisu. Um, and let me tell you what this movie is about. Just a little quick synopsis. During the last days of World War II, a solitary prospector crosses paths with Nazis on a scorched earth retreat in northern Finland. When the soldiers decide to steal his recently found gold, they quickly discover they just tangled with no ordinary miner. Guys, this movie was released April 28th, 2023, directed by Jelmari Hilander. Budget of $6.6 million and a box office so far of 3.6 million worldwide. This movie has a runtime of one hour and 31 minutes, respectively. I think that was good a time. good runtime. Good time. Yeah. Very yeah. good time. Yeah. Time. Um, yeah. Did, yeah. Didn't, didn't feel like it was too abundant or anything by any means. They no, packed, no. Well, they needed a pack in there. So that, that yeah, was good. Exactly. There, there is some, some things that I, I personally wanted to look into a little bit more. But we'll get into that in a little bit. We will. Um, uh, but before you move on, though, uh, our our friend here, uh, Drew, um, this is a Finnish movie. So most of the actors in this are not big, known American actors. But the mm-hmm. main actor who plays the main character uh, of Sisu is uh, Jorma Tomilla. Um, is his name? Yeah, good old Norwegian man. And Sisu's main, like the main character's name, is actually uh, Atami Korpi. Um, so keep that in mind when we say Sisu, I'm sure we'll probably just call him Sisu, uh, or the immortal, because that's what they kind of refer to him as in this. Uh, so just be warned as we move forward. That's who we mean as the main character. Yeah. Anyways, Devin, continue on. Yeah. And fun fact, this does come from the producers of the John Wick franchise too, just to give you a little bit of an idea of the tone and feel of this movie. Yes. Um, now The Bechdel test is a measure of representation of women in film and other fiction. The test asks whether a work features at least two women who talk about each other about other than something about a man for more than one minute of screen time. And so we ask ourselves, right, does Sisu pass the Bechdel test? And the short answer is (laughs) no, just it does. No, it it does not. Um, Yeah. It's it's not really centered around any of the women really that are in it. The, the very brief yeah. uh, moment of having women in this movie, uh, it's not really focused on them. Um, but unfortunately, when it does show them, they are directly talking about our good man Sisu here, uh, yep. and mm-hmm. some other stuff. But <laughs> or know. not talking at all. <laughs> yeah. Period. Yeah. Generally yeah. speaking, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, you'd you'd be surprised how much dialogue is actually in this movie. Let's be real. <laughs> very little. Uh, very little. Yep. Very little. That 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 script was all sequence. <laughs> Four pages. Four pages. Yep. <laughs> yep. Now, um, that doesn't really hinder what I think of the movie too much because I feel like they. Yeah. Um, but we'll guys, it, yeah. let's get. Yeah, let's get some fun facts. Let's get some fun facts here. Sisu is an extraordinary determination in the face of extreme adversity and courage that is presented typically in situations where success is unlikely. 
It expresses itself in taking action against the odds and displaying courage and uh, resoluteness in the face of adversity. In other words, deciding on a course of action and then adhering to it even if repeated failures ensue. So Sisu itself is a Finnish term that cannot be translated into any other language. They've tried. It does not work. I, for, I forgot um, what the actual, like, legitimate, like, phrase is for a word that's like that. Because there's a ton of those in, like, Japanese and stuff. Where, like, mm -hmm. the, it's just, it's such a, m like, metaphysical thing that, like, you can't really describe unless you mm -hmm. do so in, like, a bunch of, like, sentences and such to kind of, like, portray what it is they're talking about. But there is no direct mm -hmm. translation. And they actually, like, in this movie, funny enough make that a talking point, uh, which is fucking mm -hmm. hilarious. But um, it was interesting enough that when they mentioned it in the movie, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I want to kind of put that here in the trivia for you guys. So Yeah, yeah. And according to the director, Helinder, the 1982 American action film First Blood and the real-life Finnish military sniper Simo Haya served as is as great inspirations for the film. However, the film has already been heavily compared to John Wick films due to the extremely violent action. Me personally, I kind of see that just because I feel like John Wick is like the most recent in like violent action movies that we've gotten like in the modern day. But this movie definitely has like more of a Rambo like first blood or second blood type of feel yeah. mixed with some of like that Robert Rodriguez Rodriguez flair, you know, like a machete. Yeah. And um, and like even even like, you know, moments of uh, like Quentin Tarantino's movies like Django or Kill Bill, like it, it, it kind of pulls from all those kind of elements because there. it is just like the slightest bit over the top. Right. Just like the the, yeah. the tiniest bit of like, OK, you know what I mean? And, and that like it, it's flavorful. It works for it. And again, we'll get yeah. into it a little bit deeper. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Good time. Good time. Yeah, that I, I just had to touch on that just because John Wick, because I feel it is very different from John Wick, honestly. Very, yeah, very much so. I, I did not get the John Wick kind of vibe in this movie at all. Yeah. Uh, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hillander. I like saying his name like that. Hillander. Hillander. Hillander <laughs> was originally going to direct a comedic sci-fi film named Jerry and Miss Universe in Canada. When it was postponed due to COVID-19 pandemic, he quickly wrote Sisu. So we brought the movie 2022 in the fall of 2021. So it sounds like this movie was originally supposed to come out last year. So it actually came um, out um, overseas back in September is when they first did pre-screenings. Mm. Um, and then, mm. uh, yeah, they, they released it in Finland first. Um, and then they released in Canada uh, a few weeks ago. And now it has finally hit the States. Um, so it, it I mean, he still pretty quickly wrote this fucking movie. I mean, like, yeah. the pandemic, yeah. like, really hit in, like, 2020, and he knocked out a movie in a year. That's pretty fucking impressive, man. I mean, like, goddamn, I mean, dude. With the amount of dialogue in it, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah and, no, and pages, also... Three pages, arguably. It's not, it's not, like, a heavy, like, character movie, either. No. It's no. not. Yeah, yeah definitely Yeah, not. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, there, there's a lot more fun facts to dive into. And honestly, they touch on a lot of historic things that are kind of cool, too, in the movie. Um, but before we dive into our next segment here, guys, where we talk about our reviews of the movie, why don't we take a word from our sponsors? 
This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth. Silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. <laughs> You can go to GlideMousePads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mouse pad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mouse pad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. <laughs> Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures again we don't want that we don't want that being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand rogue energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the world now i know that we've been riding this train for a long time you might be tired of us talking about this. You might not be tired of us. You might want to just support us anyways. And you know what? For those that do support us, we love you. But the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of Joe. When I say Joe, I mean this rogue energy stuff. I'm usually waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit. Going. Oh, wow. You grab your rogue energy cup. Okay, you dip that bad boy, you just scoop that bad boy right on there. You get that bad boy shaky dakey, you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door. Okay, you need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to rogueenergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode. We're back, guys. <laughs> Hell of a transition. I love that for you. Love that for you. Jesus Christ. Um, guys, we are ready to talk more about the film Sisu, and we're going to give our top-level thoughts here. And DJ, I really want to know what you think about this movie because you already kind of hinted what you thought about this movie in our little chat here the other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, DJ, I, please yeah. tell the people what your top-level thoughts are of Sisu. Uh, so, I saw Sisu last night before I went and got drunk. Um, Love that I knew nothing about this movie at all. Uh, I just knew that you guys were really hype on it, and all I heard was it's John Wick-esque and in 1940s. That's all I knew, and that's how I described it to my friend Z, who I watched 
movies with. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this movie is. It's just, uh, I'm like, I guess imagine John Wick in the 1940s. That's what, um, that's what I just told Z as yeah. we're going into the theater. Um, and uh, I was surprised, and I don't know. It, uh, I, I guess not surprised. I was, um, I wasn't prepared for what this film was going to be, uh, because uh, I, I didn't know, like, I, I didn't know any of the context that you know it. It was like only a six point six million dollar budget, you know, which is low compared to like all the movies we've seen recently. Yeah. Um, and it's I didn't know it was a just a I didn't know it was a foreign film I didn't know it was a finished foreign film film, um, so uh, that I did not know until today, uh, and um the the it was very interesting the style of it, um like Devin said like it's uh Quentin Tarantino esque like especially with the uh, the chapters on the screen yeah uh, the title cards, um which I think are, are, are really cool. The, the, the style of this film is there and I, I, and you, you notice it and you recognize it immediately. And it is, um, and it adds a layer to this film that, that, uh, really gives it personality. And I love films with personality. Um, but I can't, I can't help but say that when I left the theater, I felt disappointed. Okay. Um, okay. I did not like this movie that much. Um, that, uh, and I, and part of that is, um, that the comparison to John wick kind of hinders it in a sense, in terms of like viewer expectation, like the action is there. Like there's some gory action, dude. You see a horse get blown up, like for like, which is like straight up, like a straight up horse gets blown up. Okay. And it's it. And it's visceral. Like the sounds and like the way shit bends, man. You're like if you're a little squeamish about blood and shit, like you might you might look away for for some of these scenes because they are pretty graphic. Um, and 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 it there is action. Don't get me wrong, but the pacing of this film will feel off to you if you're expecting John Wick because John Wick recently is nonstop action. Back to yeah. back to back to back to back. Well, this it has a lot of reprieve, lots of of setup. You know, a lot of like moments where you can. There's added tension because you don't really know what's about to happen next, which is good in, in its merit if you're not expecting that, or, or, or if you're expecting that. I mean, but I wasn't. I was expecting like, oh, it's going to be a lot of action, blah blah blah, and. There's seen uh, there's lots of moments in the film where it's like beautiful scenery, beautiful finished countryside, um, and you're like, damn, like this is a really pretty pay- place for people to get <laughs> for people to die <laughs> and get killed. Yeah, right, this, right. This Look at all the European old, wars, old, man. <laughs> yeah, old gold prospector, <laughs> um, and yeah, and the lack of dialogue uh, is is something that you know was also jarring it, it felt it felt like you know it's maybe some scenes needed dialogue but you could tell like the way it was shot it didn't need to be there wasn't there's not the, the dialogue is not needed um because the the way things were purposely shot you you can tell like immediately you're like okay this is meant to be like oh they're they're anxious or you know to invoke emotion right yeah um 
but I, I I think that Sisu is like a one time watch for me because like I get I can I can get everything uh within that first watch and it be fine and honestly with the hour and thirty minute run runtime I felt like it went too long oh like, wow it, it felt long to me because of the way it was paced and the way like the scenes put were put together I I felt it was too long. I feel like you could have ended it at, at, at um, um, what what was it? There's multiple spots where it could have just ended, like uh, the the like after the plane scene, I guess, like the big spectacle, the big fight. You yeah, could have ended it right. there, but there was a lot more in between that. Um, and yeah, it, it just it didn't hit as 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 I wanted it to. Okay, fair enough, man. Fair enough. How about you, Renel? Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad DJ said all that because uh, I I do echo a good amount of what he said. Uh, this movie is fine. Um, I I don't think that this is a great movie, so to speak. Uh, honestly, there's some stuff in it that I have forgotten already. Um, to be completely honest, there's. It's just it's just not quite as a memorable movie as I was hoping it would be as far as a um, high action, high violence sort of thing that we get here with John Wick and with nobody and like movies that are sort of in that lane. Um, the expectations going into this were, you know, quite different than what the movie actually displayed for us, mm-hmm. which ended up being um, really beautiful set pieces um, that gave us, you know, probably six moments of the movie that were actually high action. Um, and those moments were dope. Like they, they do have like a good few like moments of this movie that are actually fucking sick. Uh, you know, they're like, yeah. and those things I the won't minefield, man. The minefield, the minefield was dope. Uh, the, what? the captain American Ding. shield ass fucking <laughs> moment, dude, the, uh, yeah. lighting the match, um, and jumping in the water was fucking cool. Dude, uh, I was laughing. You and I were both was, laughing in that both part. <laughs> Cause it's so unnecessary. Like you didn't need to yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, there, there's just, there's a lot of things in this that definitely feel like they were trying to do a Quentin Tarantino copy, um, rather than a John wick S sort of thing. And like, and that's cool yeah. for, a lot of different movies. There's a lot of movies that do do that well. Uh, we we saw um, that one movie. I think it was like a year or so ago uh, with all the ladies in it, um, like cha- like cherry milkshake or some shit like that. I can't remember the name of it. But oh, gunpowder milkshake. Gunpowder milkshake. There we go. Yeah, uh, that movie also did kind of a very similar thing, where it's trying to be this sort of like Quentin Tarantino style like thought piece and uh, with a lot of action in it. And this sort of felt that way too, where it was it was trying to use that sort of like empty space to tell the story, the show not tell sort of aspect, which mm-hmm. is great for a lot of different movies. Uh, for something that is abundantly show not tell, they do a lot of telling in, in like the we in the weirdest way. It's like there's little dialogue in this, but like everything's very just sort of like cut dry. Like that's what you expect. Um, and then there's a, a lot of other things that like they sort of hint at and insinuate that they don't follow up with. Like they like, and then it like only kind of pays off with later, like the or deal with the ladies and that one specific Nazi guy who was essaying these ladies, obviously, and you know they got their revenge, so so to speak. But but it was off. It was off. I wish they could have dived into that more. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's like, my point. Um, DJ, go ahead. And I, I think this, when you brought that up, it made me think about it. I'm like, there, there was a lot of perspective changes yes. in this film. Yeah. And I think it was to its detriment. Yeah, because, because it... it 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 switched too many times for you to like really grasp like who them like what what are we focusing on and like why are they afraid or why are they doing the things that they're doing, right? How did the women get there? How did the the Nazi guys like the Nazi guys like like almost like they got more screen time than Sisu at some yeah point. like it it started yeah. turning into like like Sisu was sort of the like heroic villain of this story for these Nazi guys mm-hmm. that we were sort of like centered on. And the moments that we're like following Sisu himself as the like main character feel right. Like those moments feel right. But we spend so little time with actually him. It like in comparison, like what should have been um, that like, it doesn't feel like it's just his, he's just like an entity. He's an entity in this movie that we kind of like have some moments that we focus on him on. And I wish that they would have just focused on him, you know, like as yeah. the, the survivor of the situation, as, as the man who's just trying to cash in his gold, you know? And like, I, I would have appreciated it more in that, in that stance, but like they kind of just make him this sort of like, presence in the movie that they set up very well um because they have this sort of like lore and backstory to him that like is cool for like all intents and purposes uh but they don't like after they sort of explain why he is like a threat to them it starts becoming this sort of like conversation of like oh he's a threat to these nazis let's focus on them and how they're taking on trying to like not be killed by this guy. Right. And it takes so much away from the story that I want to focus on of this dude specifically no longer living the life that he used to live. And he's just trying to like get through these Nazis so he can go get fucking rich and stay in his bag. Like there, there's just so many little tiny things in this movie that I was like, sure. Like I've seen this a number of times already. And, like, there's really not much that this movie gave that made me feel like it was new and refreshing and fun. Um, Because the moments that are memorable, like the six scenes of this movie that are dope as shit, are memorable and are fun and are super sick. But they're only very brief moments. They're, like, three minutes for each of these scenes. Except for the minefield. The minefield was closer to, like, ten. But everything else, they just kind of glide over very quickly and like Mm -hmm. i don't i really honest to god do not think i'm gonna remember a majority of this movie two months from now i'm not and so yeah i i agree with dj i honestly don't think i will be watching this movie again unless i have a family member that's like watching it and i'm like oh yeah sure i'll watch something with you you know like something like that i don't i really don't think that this is a a secondary watch for me by any means the way that nobody mm-hmm. or you know other like even gunpowder milkshake i watched a couple of times that movie is fucking cool i've watched i've watched that movie like five <laughs> times now it's a, fun, it's a fun movie yeah i mean it's it's yeah. quentin tarantino without the quentin tarantino and you guys know how much i fucking hate that guy uh <laughs> um yeah man i don't know it, it i i don't think that it's gonna be something that i'm like queried about later on so um yeah, yeah I, I, it it's fine it's a fine movie sure <laughs> uh devin what about you man what were your top level thoughts on this 
I'm the opposite of you guys. I really like this movie, and that's because I really like Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez movies, like a lot, actually. Sure. Sure. Like, I like that that uh, kind of quirky, like hyper violent, um, tell the story through the actions type of movie. You know, sure. Um, I I really liked it. Uh, I really liked the silent protagonist approach to this movie. Um, knowing when they filmed this movie, knowing how little their budget was, um, makes it actually a little bit more impressive for me personally, especially because this isn't like some mega blockbuster movie in all honesty. It's not, um, this, this is essentially an independent film that did so well as an independent film that it became a cinematic film, you know? Yeah. Um, which I give a lot of respect in that sense. Um, plus, you know, uh, I'm biased. I like seeing Nazis get destroyed. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that's always rad, man. That's always fucking cool. Yeah. I do love yeah. it. I just, it's, we've, for me, it's, we've seen it already. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather go watch Inglorious Bastards again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, different perspectives. I, sure. I think of this movie as like, this is like a test film, right? Essentially seeing seeing if this can be a property which they could go either way with this i i think i think they could do prequels or i think they could do a sequel if they needed to um but and i think i think it will probably do well enough over the next couple of weeks where that could be a possibility it could be too yeah i mean we um, we have a whole lot of lore here that would be exactly awesome to see yeah and, for sure and that's the next part i was gonna they they sprinkle little pieces of lore within this movie that really kind of makes you learn about the character but i would love to see that and one way i think they could have made this movie longer is if they did pull in inglorious bastards and they gave me a couple chapters that were like 10 minute flashbacks to some of these events that made him so fearful you know Mm. like especially after that specific scene when you learn who he is when you finally learn who he is a flashback scene during that moment would have been perfect. I would have, would have loved been that. Perfect. I would have loved that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like a montage scene yeah. while it's being explained. That I feel like that definitely would have heightened the movie even more. But again, they filmed this during COVID. It was a lot more strict over in Europe during COVID. So I can understand why something like that could have not happened. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, this movie is brutal. This is very a brutal movie. Um, if you don't like animals getting harmed, don't watch this movie um really don't uh a horse gets it, blown up me me yeah. and me and devin had a moment when that happened we were like what the fuck what the fu- no we oh, all of us, shit. All of us <laughs> i feel like what the fuck no because it was so unexpected i was like yeah. what the fuck yeah me, me I, and devin I, looked at I each other feeling, through the darkness dude and we were like oh I, my I, god <laughs> i had a feeling that the horse was was donezo anyways yeah but i i thought it was going to happen yeah. in a very different way <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very different. No, the the horse was limping for sure. I thought it was about to be like you know, like yeah, just, just like fall over. Horse. You know what I mean? Yeah, fall mm-hmm. over, shoot the horse. You know, yeah, on his last legs, take it out, out himself. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. Blown up. Yeah, blown up. And you don't yeah. you don't expect it. You don't expect it. It's it's like Dude. it has that slow and, that slow mo scene, and you're kind of like, oh shit, like is he gonna get out of this? And then, bang. <laughs> and <laughs> the only like, reason why we're spoiling this is because we want you guys people, to be warned, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reason. And 
I was in the AMC, sense. like the Dolby Cinema shit, like with all the mm-hmm. speakers in that fucking theater, oh dude. God, so that thing real. boomed. For real, that thing dude. fucking boomed when we, I was like, "What the fuck?" Dude? Well, we we and saw then, we saw in like uh, small screen XD, um, so it was like it it was the not quite as buttered up uh visual spectacle but we had all the sound uh engineering in it and there yeah. was a couple scenes that sounded fucking dope there was the airplanes flying overhead um yes, and then yes. that was anything that had to do with an with an explosion and that moment like almost gave me tinnitus like it was it was yeah. it was a big boom yeah in that i theater. do and there was multiple booms after that yeah, yeah. I, I do want to touch on like the storytelling in the very first third of the movie, um, how they did it with no, just no dialogue at all, and how it was all like just him paying attention to his surroundings, you know how what he's doing, and like you can see like you can almost kind of feel what he's thinking, as like for instance when all the planes are going over him when he's walking over the hillside and he sees everything happening in the distance, you know. Like, I really like that kind of storytelling, and I personally would like to see more movies like that. And let, Whether and let it be me, World War II, modern, whatever, right? And, and like, give me, me the perspective of a sheep farmer, you know, oh, in yeah. modern day. Yeah. That would be sick as fuck, honestly. And if I could be clear, too, the first act of this movie is perfect. It's perfect. Like, they they mm-hmm. set up everything so well by, like, letting us just sort of, like, breathe in the anticipation of, like, because there's the moment he, like, looks over and, then like, continues and then looks over. And he's, like, he's freaking out, right? He's very fundamentally freaking the fuck out. You can tell that he's trying to keep himself safe. And I would wanted them to lean on that a little bit harder mm-hmm. and they don't like and that that's kind of the issue that i had is like the first act of this movie is so fucking good yeah. and the second act is all right like cool the third act is where it fell short for me yeah this movie this movie goes from um it goes from rambo first blood to inglorious bastards and then to like expendables I almost argue that it goes from like the Green Knight to First Blood to the Expendables, and like it, it like you, you guys see those like the the memes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the memes on like uh, like Facebook and shit where it has like the horse and like the horse has like three different like versions of its drawing where it's like yeah, a beautiful it's, like, painting, perfectly drawn, and, and then, then it's then like, it's like uh, and then it has like <laughs> yeah. this derpy stick figure horse thing at the very end, like that. That's what it felt like for me, you know what I mean? Because the the third act could have been so much fucking cooler. So much yeah. fucking cooler, man. But that's hey, that's just me. I'm here. I'm here to respect what there we were have scenes to say. in the third act that were like, okay, that's sick. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I, I, I think like even for the the third act part, you know, when the women roll up in uh, that vehicle, um, that could have been a good, a good montage flashback scene right there too. Yeah. Yeah. Or that could have been saved for like the end, like after the end scene. Yeah. That that scene yeah. could have been perfect mm-hmm. to set up like, oh, maybe and maybe it's her it's uh her now. Maybe it's that she gets a spin off sort of thing. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. She right. she gets the that that whatever Sisu means as a yeah. like the word like right. embodies her. You know what I mean? It did feel like there there was intent to make her more prominent in the film, and somehow it just did not happen. Yes. Yeah. Well, Yes. I was Would waiting for agree? something. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just never really came to be. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, which disappointed but, me. Dude, I, I, I want to give, give you the floor. Continue on. Yeah, I want to give them props on uh, the cinematography, like we all talk, talked about the landscape, the film, the little, the tiniest little film grain approach where it almost looked like a movie from the '80s with that contrast hue over it. I really enjoyed that. Um, the costume and character design was really good. Um, they weren't just clean soldiers in the middle of nowhere. They were all battered up, dirty as fuck, you know, scarred, more war torn. Like every single character was like you could tell every single character, whether it be main character or, you know, Nazi, whatever. Like they all were fucked up in some way because of this war. And I like that attention to detail because, you know, back then, World War Two, it was fucked up. There's lots of bad things yeah. that happened. Um Again, my my biggest gripe with this movie is the um, is is not using enough storytelling for establishing the past of the main character. That's it. Sure. That's that's really it for me because I enjoyed the action. Um, we could have gotten a little bit more dialogue from a couple characters in the movie. I would have been okay. I'm actually 100% okay with the main character being a silent protagonist. Tell that one specific line. You know, yeah. like yeah. I, I yeah. honestly, that's perfect for me. Um, but overall, I like this movie. Um, I'm going to be the opposite of DJ and Ernell saying I will watch this again. Probably not in theaters, though. It'll probably be some when it comes out on, sure. on streaming platforms or for rental. Um, if you like Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez style movies, you know, especially stuff like Django or Glorious Bastards or anything, this this is a movie that will um, scratch that itch, but it won't live up to those movies on par is how I will say that. Sure. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, um, I'd say go see this movie if you like if you like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was going to so, say, uh, I, think, I think we covered pretty much anything. I don't really think that there's many questions that we really need to ask we can kind of get into the into the nitty-gritty here uh devin go ahead yeah. yeah i mean dj since we started with you what would you give this movie on a uh 10 out of 10 rating um i uh yeah um this movie well i actually wanted to say first uh it the movie yeah it, it has that quinn tarantino-esque and i think like I think it's just it was missing it it had style but it was missing like its identity. If that makes sense. That's that's like, a good way in to terms first, of yeah. like because you know there there is moments like that's like it's kind of you I I feel like I'm supposed to laugh at like you know cuz it's it's is slightly humorous in a sense just like a Tarantino movie like when uh there there's this one scene uh where uh, I'll, I'll I won't spoil it, but it's like he's on the sign. You guys remember he's on the yeah. sign, and yeah. the trio of Nazis are looking up at him. Um, yeah. Uh, I I found it really funny that the the guy who drove the tank took his hat off because yeah. that that actor is the main actor's son. If you guys didn't know, oh, um, that's which one? Yeah, which the, one? The, 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 the Chinese guy. The, the, he looks Chinese. I don't know if he's Chinese. The, the really um, young kid who was driving the tank. That's apparently. Oh, Sisu's that's crazy. That's, that's cool. Yeah, you know, that's, I, that's a. Yeah, I like so that I, detail. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I like the detail of them showing respect in a way because they're like, oh fuck, this guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. Well, so uh, DJ, I guess a better a better question here to uh to kind of yeah. go along with that before you get into your rating is should do you feel people should should see this in theaters right away? Um uh, not right away. 
Um, I feel like, you know, it, it, it depends. Cause if you're just looking to see a movie for the night, like it's not going to blow you away, but like these few, the few action scenes that it has and the, the style and personality of the film, you, you could definitely like go see it with your friends and be like, you know what? I had a decent enough time. I had a good enough time with this film. Um, but if you catch it, if it ever comes out on any streaming service, I suggest you watch it then when it does, if it does come out anywhere, you know, sure. uh, in that regard. But um, if I had to rate this film, uh, Z gave it a five. Uh, the person oh, I wow. said, oh, wow. Z gave it a five. I well, am a little nicer and I give it a six because it is a good film. Uh, it is a fine film. I, I, I wouldn't say good in my in my book because a six is a six uh but it, it's a good one-time watch like like you you'll understand like uh the film like once you watch it like once over uh there's great moments great cinematography in some areas it's just the pacing storytelling and you know the latter half or like the the the, the second half of the movie just kind of the film just kind of falls off for me um but yeah, six out of ten for me. All right, Ernell. What uh, do you think <clears throat> people should go see this movie right away? And what is your rating of the movie? Yeah, man. Uh, I think this movie has a very specific flavor. Um, I obviously considering how different our our perspectives are on this. I think this movie does have a flavor um, that is very just specific to what the person is wanting. Um, and I, I personally would say no. I don't think you need to see this in theaters right away. Um, I, I don't think that it's quite worth clamoring for. Uh, but you absolutely should watch it um, after it comes out. Uh, I do. Th- I do think it is worthy enough to say that you should watch this movie. I just don't think you necessarily should be spending, you know, twenty dollars and then an extra, you know, fifteen on snacks while you're watching it. Um, and I, that's that's kind of like my thing on this. Where it's it, it is a good, like it's fine movie. It's a, it's a decent movie. Um, but I I don't think it's quite worth the the dollar amount that you know we paid for it to go uh, to go see it. So yeah, like wait 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 a little bit until it comes out on Redbox or comes out on Amazon. You can rent it for you know ten bucks or see it matinee. Like or see a matinee, you know, something like that. Yeah, I, I don't think you necessarily need to be going and seeing it this weekend by any means. Uh, with that said, um, I'm going to give this movie a 6.5. Um, I think that it's a serviceable movie for what it does. And it's fine for what it does, too. But I, I definitely agree with DJ. I think that the second half of this movie kind of stumbles over itself a little bit. And they do a lot of things that that are awesome but the movie would have behooved itself to focus quite a bit more on some of the stuff that it was trying to tell um but didn't show because that's what this movie does best like performs best is when it's showing not telling uh but there's some stuff that they just told that definitely should have been shown instead uh so yeah 6.5 from me what about you Devin? what should people see this right away what's your rating again um, doubling down on the specific flavor, if you like Quentin Tarantino style films, if you're a cult fan of that, or Robert Rodriguez, I'm going to say yes, because it is that style of movie. Sure. 100%. And th- this is a very, for, this was made for a very specific crowd. Right? It really was. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a gorgeous movie. I do think there are moments in this movie uh, that 
you would behooved of yourself to not experience in a theater, you know? Yeah. Um, because there are some moments that dare I say, would you experience this on a 50 inch screen or a 200 inch? Screen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like it, 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 it definitely has some moments that are worth that. Um, Again, touching on the lore, they missed out on some opportunities to really show and tell at the same time, um, like we were talking about, that really would have elevated the film. Like, really, if they if they did one one flashback montage scene of talking about everything that he was, it would it would have got a whole other, it would have point. It would have put me, it up honestly. another point, yeah. like straight up. Yeah, yeah like, no, for real. because the the way they were explaining it is fucking cool. So yeah. there's some lore established that I hope we get to see in some way or another. Um, like, you know, give me a prequel to this movie, honestly. Like, I'd be happy with that instead of a sequel. Give me a prequel. Yeah. Show, show me. Show me. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to give it a little bit higher of a score because, like I said, it is a specific flavor of movie. And it is the type of flavor that I really like. So I'm actually going to give this a 7.5. All right, I like it, my All friend. Right. I like yeah. it. Well, that uh, that puts us at a wonderful uh, seven. Um, on average mm-hmm. between all of us here. So uh, Sisu gets a very safe 7 out of 10 from your good Kraken crew, guys. So uh, that um, puts us here. So what a what a movie. <laughs> what a experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a movie. I, 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 um, I do want to touch. So I've been using Metacritic a lot more recently, mm-hmm. which is almost a little harder to do for like right when movies come out. But it is sitting at a 68 right now on Metacritic. So that sounds about right. So that sounds about yeah, right. yeah. About, yeah. I, I looked up Rotten Tomatoes just for the hell of it. It's got a 93 on Tomato Meter and a 90 on Audience. Yeah, I was and then say that, on that audience Google score is what's really important. Yeah, on Google it has a 93 on Audience for Google. Hmm. A lot of people like this movie. I like no, it, man. No. Yeah. Devin, hit I'm the not people. A lot of those people. <laughs> with our schedule for next week. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, we're going to talk this Tuesday at 7 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time. Sorry, DJ. About what's going on with PlayStation and Xbox right here at twitch.tv forward slash Good Kraken Show. Come be a part of the conversation. I'm sure we are all going to have a lot of thoughts on this. And I think Ernell is actually going to be surprised about some of my thoughts I've had recently that I have not been sharing um, because that's I, why I've, I want to get into it. Yep, <laughs> I've been on the big wait and see right now um, because there's a lot of things going on in the video game world that seem unnecessary. But at the same time, there's a lot of back and forth and people saying one thing. And then, like, now nah, I'm going to walk it back because there's some money involved now. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, man. Um, I've, never seen, I've never seen console wars get so political before. This is like politics, man. I feel like I'm voting for yeah. a president. <laughs> Basically, man. Now, the next yeah. one's a little bit uh, different. I, I forgot to change that one on there. So yeah, I, I changed it for myself. Um, Wednesday for Splash Damage. We are all going to be playing a little game called Redfall. That's right. Redfall releases the same day as our GK episode this upcoming Tuesday. So we are going to dive into it and have splash damage a little earlier in the week and see what we all think. I know a couple of us will be on PC and a couple of us will be on console. The game is cross-play. So we're going to see how everything works on launch. (laughs) Yeah, we'll Um, see. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to download it on my Xbox as well, too, just in case, just to, you know, see what runs. But um, 
But yeah, I'm going to definitely be doing some uh, comparisons myself because there is a lot of talk going around performance of this game right now um, and that it should probably be delayed. And we're going to show you guys what we think. <laughs> uh, Thursday, we're going to be doing another live shipwreck show. Damn, you shocking out there. I see that. No, no, no. West Coast. <laughs> Shockers us. You know what I'm saying? I thought West Coast was this. I you, you can do this one. You can do this one. You can do that one. <laughs> Anyways. <do> that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, two, two for the stake. Oh, wow. Jeez, you're going in there. Oh, boy. You do this one. You do this one. You do that one. Do that one. Do this one. Just go on. Do this one. Rough, 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 rough. This one. You do this one. Oh yeah, I, I, I used to. I not not as good as I could back in the day, but do the, this uh, one. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Right. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> um, guys, but yeah, come hang out. Shipwreck Show is as ridiculous as that and even more as ridiculous as what you just saw. Um, that'll be 7 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time, 10 p.m. East Coast, Beast Coast time. Friday. No content. Fuck all y'all. We ain't doing it. Yep. We're all going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yo, what up, Shane? What up, Shane? It's Thank you for Shane. coming in right at the end here. Uh, but yeah, we're all seeing Guardians three, so we, you will not catch any of us fucking streaming that night. Sorry, that yep. movie's Sorry, too boys. important. Guardians, Guardians too, too important, way yeah. too important. Yeah, way too important because Saturday we're going to be doing another GK podcast review, and we are reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and we're all crying. We're all crying. Yep. It's happening. Yep. Everybody's crying. Let's I'm crying. Ernell's crying. Tears. DJ's Open crying. He just doesn't know it yet. Xander's already like. In the fetal position in the corner, thinking Zane has cried twice already. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrick himself, he's probably sitting on his couch in his office right now, contemplating life and and trying to mm-hmm. hyper analyze what character is going to survive in this movie. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. But yeah, come be a part of that. That's going to be at 12 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time, and 3 p.m. East Coast, Best Coast time. We're, yeah, I guess you guys are both Best Coast now. Ah, uh, I said it. I fucked up. Great, great job. Give <laughs> yeah, him a yeah, no. yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. own it. Just Team own and Eric, it. great job. Um, is Genesaw joining us? She will day? be. Yes, she will be yeah. joining yeah. us. Yeah. You're going to get up. a full lineup here. We're going to have six motherfuckers up in this shit. Goddamn, baby. Goddamn. <laughs> but because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. West Coast best coast time right here at twitch.tv forward slash good cracking show. Show, show if you've enjoyed the show you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions and topics to the show get exclusive post show content and have exclusive early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea yeah 
Guys, please let us know what you feel about Sisu and if you liked our review or if you have different thoughts of the movie if you saw it yourself. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken Exclamation Point and leaving a review there. Review. Review. The best podcast in Finland. But until next time, the best podcast in Hella. <laughs> they're easier You're to listening to the best podcast <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah, they're not as heavy. Not as heavy. <laughs>